Getting old is awful. Your stomach just gets worse. Being in the military is really bad too. I used to, uh, so you, you, you like you have to eat at the chow hall, right? It's required for a very long time if you're enlisted. It takes a while to get to get out of that shit. Um, but the one at tech school in Mississippi uh, only had like four options, and three of them were fried food and pizza. So I was like, all right, well, I guess <laughs> I'm eating either a turkey sandwich or grilled chicken every single meal. And so that's what I did. Uh, and then I watched them and I kept getting like stomach issues. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the first thing people said was like, you know not to drink the water, right? Like from the water fountains. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, here. And they would fill up a water bottle and you would see all this like silt and yellow shit just slowly mm. filter to the bottom. That's it's fine. That's nutrients. Mississippi's yeah. just a horrifying <laughs> place. So I was like, well, that's no, like I, I haven't. I haven't been doing that because I'm not crazy. I, I noticed that on the first day. Uh, and then so I started watching the dudes cooking the chicken when I would walk through. And uh, they just constantly cross-contaminate. They would, like, pick up the cooked chicken and put it in the thing. And then they'd grab a oh, uh, a raw chicken. And they'd go back and forth. And I was like, all right, so just turkey sandwiches forever. And two weeks after I switched, there was a belt of salmonella that hit the entire base. Of course. 100% it was from that chicken. And so they would do announcements every morning that were like, if anybody is suffering intestinal problems like anal leakage, nonstop diarrhea, <laughs> every morning for two weeks. We're like, we know more of you guys have this. Please. Like, we're trying to give you medicine. Just let us know. <laughs> I want to. I want to just. I want to point of uh, point of emphasis here. If you are suffering from anal leakage, uh, your problems are slightly more severe than just salmonella. Yeah, maybe your problems are more severe, buddy. <laughs> I'm doing just, just fine with my anal leakage. Don't tell me how I'm living my life. <laughs> I just imagine everyone standing up and doing a Spartacus thing with "I have anal leakage." <laughs> Look, whatever comes out there is just the the fleeing gastrointestinal refugees from having to experience my Slavic stomach. Germs have so much more to fear from my digestive tract than vice versa. It just looks like the land in Africa where Scar lives. <laughs> but, like, you know how when you get to, like, bathrooms, like public restrooms, some people won't use public restrooms, and then sometimes there's, like, the little toilet cover that you can put yeah. over the seat, the paper thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I used, think I've ever done that. All that shit used to creep me out. And then someone was like, do you understand? Like, you're carrying around just a big Slavic ass. Nothing <laughs> nothing worse than that is going to hit that toilet today or maybe ever. <laughs> so, like, this is this is everyone else's problem, not your own. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, so I don't give a fuck now. A, a bodega bathroom, airports, <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. I don't, it's fine. <laughs> Dude, I, I had to, to go once uh, on the, when I was using the train and was in between while I'm waiting for the train at uh, Grand Central. That was the most horrifying bathroom oh, yeah, I've I'm ever not, used. I'm not that shit out. Oh, my God. I walked <laughs> in no, and I was Penn just Station, like. Penn Station, right? Yes, yeah, sorry, Penn Station. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking it about was, there. I was I was alarmed. I was like, I, I use porta potties in Florida that are better and more sanitary than this. This is terrifying. See, that is, it is very gross, the Penn Station bathroom, as it should be. Yeah, you know, what, are you, what are you expecting when you walk in? No, but, no, it, yeah, it met expectations. Yeah, it, it was absolutely that. And you, as you're walking up, you get this sort of anxiety, like, oh my God, there's a lot of people in here and this is going to be disgusting <laughs> and all that. But then you just have to move sort of the frame of reference. When I enter that back area of stalls, it's like a gunslinger popping through the saloon doors. <laughs> like everyone turns, finishes shaking, and runs out. <laughs> Yet again, I bring the storm. I'm not afraid of this toilet or this train station. 
What is it like about like the Japanese that have figured out public toilets to a way that the Americans simply cannot fucking fathom? The public toilets in like Tokyo will play like comfort music, so you you know you're you're not oh, being rude to the good, people that, around you. That's more for the toilet. <laughs> also, I'm putting the toilet these years of being a nerd and liking dragons and anime. I have never once wanted to go to Japan until you told me the toilets are nice to you, and now I want to go. If if every time I rip one, it starts playing Cruel Angel Thesis. <laughs> I'm in, buddy. Day one. Welcome, Dumb and Awful. This is Brett at Real and List Board. Uh, it's Rob at <laughs> Dumb and Awful. It's Brad at Fizz for Shizzle. Don't say the same thing I say. This is Mason. Oh, copy. Think of your own brilliant <laughs> professional copy. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> this is Mason. You can potentially find me at Zizek Thotty. Wow. Really lay some suspense there. <laughs> like you're biting your lip going, find me, but it's just a bunch of dumb tweets about Hitler and butts. Who's <laughs> this mysterious stranger? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right great promo people are gonna love this one <laughs> i was reading this thing sorry we don't have to get anything yet i was but i was reading this thing um right before we started and kamala came out and said like hey yeah if uh if pharma companies are doing sketchy shit i'll totally pull the patent and people were like can we do that and she was like sure we just you just have to have the wherewithal one doesn't feel like she's gonna do that but the entire comment section this is my fault. I shouldn't read the comments ever, uh, but I'm a masochist. Thank you and for bringing this to us. Go on. The entire comment section was just a series of people leaping to defend the poor, abused pharma companies. Just all people being like, how dare you steal profits from pharma? This is the Soviet Union now, you fucking monsters. So innovation happens. You have to pay the CEO at the top about $80 billion per year, um, and he innovates medicine, and he's the one doing it. It's awesome. It's really yeah. obnoxious, the whole pharma system here. Like, and Yeah, it's all going to CEO salaries and lobbying and shit that's not essential to R&D, because I know for a fact, Brett, you know this too, we can get the same sorts of drugs. Blue Chew only costs 19 to $29 a month, depending on how many <laughs> pills you want, right? <laughs> if they can do it, why can't we? I don't know, but that's why I stick with Blue Chew, bluechew.com. Until the day we get Medicare for all and we get our Bernie bro pills. <laughs> so <I like> to <laughs> call them. Bernie boner pills? Yes. Be, ugh. <laughs> yeah, after that's such a Medicare, reaction. <laughs> after Medicare for all, you'll be able to go to any doctor and just say, I want boner pills. And they no, legally no, can't no, refuse no, no. it to you. Absolutely not. We are going to have sildenafil literally in the water fountains, okay? <laughs> I am going to be walking around at full mast, but for no longer than six hours of time because that's a medical emergency. <laughs> at, you know, I shouldn't have to. Why should I have to take a pill to get an erection when it should just be there anyway? This, this is that liberal mindset, though, because I believe that a real Marxist-Leninist would put uh, Tadalafil in the water. Why do these half measures? 24 <laughs> hours of dick every single time. Hell Sorry yeah. to steal from your memoir's title. 
<laughs> it's okay. I, I'll come up with a new one. <laughs> so I got my uh, schedule for my rotations for next year where I will be learning about things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am doing my women's health rotation in fucking Kentucky. Oh, I can't wait to hear stories. Jesus, Jesus Christ. I mean, on the plus side, like, you'll be helping people who actually need it. That's true. I mean, I won't be helping much of anything because I'll be doing a rotation. So I'll just be like, oh, my God, what's happening? But <laughs> yeah, like this is going to be rough. What's the point of the rotation if you're not actually? Is it just to like see what you're into and you're going to specialize in? So the idea of the PA is that you have to be able to fit into a lot of places. And, you know, 50 years ago, some people decided that these are the seven things that you need to have a rotation in. And that's still around today for some reason, even though I'm not going to go into peds or women's health or anything like that. But I need to do a rotation in them. So here we are. Hell yeah. I like that medicine hasn't adjusted at all in 50 years. At least as well, you far know what? Do you know the. Do you know by the main reason that uh, residents have such horrific schedules, like 70, you know, 75 hours a week? Because it's a Cause hazing the, ritual? Yeah, because yeah. the doctors had to go through it. That's yeah, the yeah. only fucking reason. Because nobody, no other country does that, right? It's just us. No, no, no. Also, pay hasn't gone up for residents in, you know, since the 1950s or 60s. <laughs> so, like, you know. Meanwhile, the AMA is just stacking up cash and making sure that there's no new medical schools, if at all possible. Wait, so what do they do to prevent more medical schools happening? So it's kind of like the AMA is kind of a, is, is really uh, it's like a union slash guild. It's much more close to like a cartel. Yeah, it's a cartel. And um, <laughs> the AMA really wants to control the number of doctors entering the workforce because um, they want to keep wages high, essentially. Yeah. But I mean, they have a lot of it. The AMA helps control like pricing for a lot of procedures. They, 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 they're they an insanely powerful entity that nobody fucking knows about. It's sort of the opposite of the, uh, the ABA, right? The thing that the AMA sort of watched closely was when pre-recession, this is like the early 2000s, but it's been going on, right? They just started minting tons of lawyers. Every school just created their own law school because you could charge exorbitant... Uh, tuition right yep and then even if you burnt it in a pile uh in the center courtyard you'd still get credit for spending money or like deploying (laughs) money so if you just spent a lot of money and charged a lot of money and everyone got guaranteed loans uh you could make a mint as a school not so great for all those lawyers but you just juke the career services stats nobody gets hired but it still looks good for the uh portfolio i think obama actually went after them a little bit on that although not as much as he probably should have so story of obama but yeah the ama is the polar opposite of that whereas anyone can take an lsat get any score and get into a law school it may not be your favorite law school but literally anyone can go to law school if you take loans ama wants to keep their market value like still solid so we all have to suffer and deal with uh not having the doctors we need in this country so they can continue to get paid uh, more than they should. Yeah, it's sort of fascinating. They create a situation in which, uh, so we have the exact opposite of what we want, way too many lawyers and not enough doctors. Obviously, we'd <laughs> love the situation to be reversed. But the AMA has, I actually see it as like they've overreached so much. They've constricted supply so much that now uh, the healthcare industry is chipping away at what are their disciplines and where is the line between them and other medical professionals? Because it's just, you need someone. Someone has to do the work, right? Like, 
at a certain point, like even the fucking wealthy hospitals can't get people. So what are they going to do? And they're going to come up with some other methodology. So now there's all these other health professionals that are slowly eating responsibilities from doctors and the doctors are pissed about it. But hey, guess what, fuckers? You created the situation. Brad? And now that'll be me. So I will Hell be yeah. eating all that bullshit work. But I'll be, you know, whatever. Now, there's another sort of interesting factor about that that the AMA doesn't really have a lot of. I'm, I'm not familiar with how much control they have over this, but it's the matching process within the within the medical schools, mm. right? Like med schools yep. are so cutthroat, are so competitive. These kids are all just at each other's throats um, to get these good matches because you know you get rid of all the assholes who just want to go into orthopedics and dermatology. Like, fuck them, put them over there. No one gives a shit. Like, you're all assholes. They all want, you know, a billion dollars straight out of school. Yes, but then, side you know, if- fun fact, all the quote-unquote smartest and most ambitious doctors become fucking dermatologists. Anyway, continue. On top of that, we, we had one derm guy who was lecturing us who he also does... Um, cytology like he'll he'll not only will he cut it out but he'll put it under a microscope and look at it and so he gets to (laughs) he gets to double bill as like a lab and like a derm office and he's just like shitting money because you know this takes it takes three minutes to cut out a a weird looking mole and another four minutes to put it under a light microscope and look at it and you just build fifteen thousand dollars like it's and it takes you three years to earn the money to pay for it yeah, and if we had yeah. more doctors, maybe you couldn't charge those fees, and people would start to realize that any dumbass could probably do that if they went to any med school. I know that we have a lot of dermatologists that listen to the show, but I just want them all to huge know number. that. Huge. I mean, we're huge in the derm community. Number one uh, derm podcast. Every person on this podcast has excellent skin. That's how you were selected, actually. I don't know if you guys have been yeah, on true. the subreddit, Derm and Awful, but it's it's hopping. Yeah. <laughs> Someone kill this man. Yeah. <laughs> It, will it materially affect me? Yes, but I've I've clearly shown I'm willing to take the hit materially to see the right thing done. That's <laughs> what socialism is all about. I can't be more clear. Kill this man. <laughs> you know what? Like, do you know in Atlanta you can do door to door Botox injections for about two hundred dollars a pop? And oh, you I can love make, this country. Door to door Botox, but you can't get your fucking diabetic insulin. Hell yeah! Wait, wait. What certification do you need to give Botox? Because uh, it sounds well, like a f- fucking dentist can give Botox, so <laughs> not much. But I'm I'm going to uh, come out with the first like Botox and um, methadone door to door service. And what I'm going to do for all like the rich people yeah, that the are people addicted to want. opioids yeah. that are too embarrassed to go to a methadone clinic, I will go to them. I will have a little like backpack that squirts out methadone, and I will hand it to them in a cup. Or just mix it together in the syringe and just inject it straight into their face. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what a combination of methadone and a paralytic would do, like sub Q, but I, I'll I'm take willing this one. to find out. <laughs> also, methadone clinics are sort of going out of style. People just prescribe it um, and you just pick up the pills. That's what killed the uh, the Kennedy girl recently, apparently. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's up there partying on methadone, Xanax, Valium, <laughs> just everything at once. All right, all the things. Yeah, that'll, that'll do, it. do it. That'll do it. The millennials like are it. killing the Kennedy industry. When you're like, <laughs> you know what? Let me toss back two methadone and then head out into the night. <laughs> if that's, that's hardcore. A, if that's the start of your evening, look, there are rulers for a reason. They're just more alpha. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm totally comfortable being the beta in that situation. Because fuck, bro, you take like. Two Xanax and four methadone and tuck into a lobster roll, you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> if you want to talk debate briefly, and I mean briefly. Very briefly. Um, Very briefly. I did not Corey, see it. Cory Booker was more on point than most people, like surprisingly yes. on point. But he couldn't resist the technocratic impulses. So like he had a really good stretch where he was talking about how insane the drug war is. And he actually seemed like a real person. He wasn't his normal, like weird, slightly off, like I'm trying too hard thing that he has. The uncanny was, valley candidate. Yeah, exactly. He was like He he really does look like a character from Half Life Two. <laughs> uh he he was actually authentic and passionate and making really good progressive points about how the drug war is just designed to abuse black people. There's more under watch in the prison system now than we're under slavery in the 1800s. Like he was crushing it. And then he turned it into a fucking knife into Joe Biden saying like, I can't believe this dude wants to came out this week claiming that we should still keep it illegal uh, and try to make some joke about like, I thought he was high when he said it uh, and Biden made like the best face for this. And he went on, but he had to end it. Like he couldn't, stick the landing he ended it with something about data and studies and technical uh, animation just and it's like glitching. god damn it booker like you were doing so well he started clipping through the stage <laughs> here's the thing the corny will out that's just that's truth and cory booker is one of the corniest dudes i've ever seen but yeah, he, he basically daggered Biden hard enough that Biden immediately went like, no, Don't no, I'm Don't put totally. that fucking image of Cory Booker daggering Joe Biden <laughs> in my mind. No, no, it's, it's just, a, just a dance hall beat and, and Biden's bouncing. <laughs> he does the thing where he picks up Biden from behind, picks him up, and then they just go fully parallel, slam him on the ground and start jumping. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, from one dumbass to another one, did you guys see the Elon Musk truck? Yeah, it's amazing. I've already pre-ordered one. <laughs> it's so cool. The best joke I saw about that was someone said it was designed on a uh, PlayStation One. <laughs> well, no, it'd be designed on the Xbox 360 because it looks like the Warthog from Bloodsong Gulch. Yeah, no, the PlayStation One though is because of the the pixelation graphics. PlayStation One, the way it animated everything was just via huge triangles. So that's exactly what Warhog and Twisted Metal looks like. I feel like I just got fucking out nerd stabbed to death. <laughs> like I, I feel like you leapt at me with some nerd reference and like the Night King, I caught your neck and I was like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> and then you just slipped it in the chink in my armor. You found the vulnerability spot and you hit it. So I didn't know enough about gaming, which is so uh, often the case Rob, on this podcast. Actually, actually, the PS1 has a far lower polygon count, so your uh, your riff is moronic and quite boorish. Actually, Stadia has only 40% the pixel count of an, even an Xbox One, so... Uh, also true. Um, anyway, oh, no, his truck. I actually oh, like the look of it. We it looks like shit, man. I, I will <laughs> say that uh, the you know, what <laughs> was like the 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 fucking Elon Musk truck has a has a has a tail bed that goes to the ground so you can drive your ATV straight into it. That was so bizarre. That like is this a this is a video game? Like this is like the fucking Star Trek Nemesis. I didn't know about that. That's cool, actually. I want one now. <laughs> I also want an ATV. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dope. That's like, hey, check out this dumb truck. And guess what? There's a little baby dumb truck inside. <laughs> it's the Russian nesting doll of idiocy. I I love this dumb lib version of like the pickup truck because on the right, like you you get the F one fifty Platinum mm -hmm. and you just roll coal. And that's what I want to do. That's why I'm going to get Elon's new Tesla truck. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it and I'm going to roll coal. Not 
the, the fuel, I'm just going to put some sick subwoofers in there and blare Cole Porter everywhere I go. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if I'm sure they'll figure out the kinks with the windows because that's going to be real important. The shatterproof windows when I do that. I'm going to roll through Birmingham, Alabama, just fucking bees do it, even educated fleas, and just every conservative <laughs> so triggered. <laughs> He's gay, but we can't get at him. <laughs> I, just, I just roll down the window a little bit, and I go, I actually learned about this from Midnight in Paris. Are you familiar with Woody Allen? And I roll it up as quickly as I can. I mean, I think, again, and I hate to be the serious one here. This is They're doing this instead of making like electric cars more affordable, like making versions of the various Tesla cars that are like accessible to some schlug like me. Um, but no, we're going to make a truck that looks like, you know, the car from Mass Effect One, and it look probably handles about as well. That's Bro, another stop video selling. Game. I'm already interested. <laughs> the Mako. It is also I. It, it the parallels with Mass Effect are real because apparently the third edition of the truck will very creepily let you have sex with a minor. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of genius innovations, uh, Disney Plus already got hacked, and it's only been a week. Cool. Cool. Next. <laughs> oh, I thought when you were talking about Genius and Disney, have you seen this? Um, uh, like, you know, all the promos are coming out because the Star Wars movie is coming out. Right. They literally have uh, DDR2D2. Now, seen what? That? <laughs> uh, it does sound kind of genius. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, it's uh, R2D2, but he's just got, like, big naturals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, yeah, Disney has more money than anyone in the universe except maybe Apple. Uh, knew they were doing this for ages, have bought every possible franchise to guarantee success, had advertised continuously, made ESPN uh, quote-unquote journalists into their paid advertisers, uh, couldn't figure out basic controls for the platform, and immediately got hacked. Hell yeah, baby. Well, what do you yeah. get if you hack Disney Plus? You get, like, the people's information? You get, you get to watch the Avengers as much as you want. <laughs> understand? This is like ascending the Valhalla. This is a stupid question you just asked. <laughs> you get credit card info. That's the reason you hack any of these sites. Got it. Okay, so they weren't just hacking to, like, see the Simpsons. <laughs> From one shitty topic to another. Fartgate. Please. I fuck. I fuck. Kill this man. This. <laughs> Rob, I wasn't convinced before, but fucking kill this man. <laughs> This is like, this is, I haven't seen a fart debate. That, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say since Lincoln Douglas and just try to imply that like this sow well, so well, that it's all actually fine and every legislator has been farting their way all the way through. <laughs> like, Yeah, so Swalwell went on Chris Matthews and there's a video where while he's talking, there's a slight pause while he's in between words and you just hear a massive fart rip. And so everyone... I mean, it was a legit fart. Like, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody was like, felt good. It was a good <laughs> a one, yeah. It was impressive. And that was some IBS everyone blames right Swalwell, which is insane, because Swalwell <laughs> was giving a remote interview, and it was... That fart was crystal clear audio. Like, that shit was... Sorry, not shit. I should use different words here. It was so perfect. You could hear every tone... You could hear you could hear what food was eaten earlier that day. Like you could hear every aspect <laughs> of that part. That that is a studio mic picking that up. Yeah. That is not yeah, a remote not, mic. Yeah, no, that's that's a professional. That was Chris fart. Matthews. Yeah. For sure, that's Chris Matthews. He was like, "Oh, it's on some other idiot. My mic's off." All right. 
my favorite response though was a journalist went through and they were like, all right, everybody says I'm a conspiracy theorist, but he's been farting on the air for like 10 years. Yeah. Here's all of these examples. And it's just a thread of times Chris Matthews ripped it on air. I think it was Ashley Feinberg did that. Oh my God. Brett, you're going to just need to cut an entire chunk of my audio here. <laughs> Now, so now, and the best part about this was Eric Swalwell uh, followed up this uh, in, a very incredible Newsweek for him by straight up knifing Devin Nunes on live television during the uh, hearing with one of the Russia experts who flat out. Thank you, said, by the way. Thank you for saying knifing instead of daggering this time. <laughs> I've, I've already got one image that I'm trying to push out of my head. I don't Eric, need a new one. Thank you, Brad. Eric Swalwell. Blew out Devin Nunes' back walls. <laughs> oh, no, it's not about sex. It's he a form deep. of dancing. It's when the beat gets you, and you just got to grab that thick-ass Swalwell ass and just bounce. <laughs> I'm talking one leg in the air shaking as you do, like, NBA-style dunks. You get hang time, and you then you land those, on that ass. You got to hit those swell walls. Oh, God. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> it's not hard. He's so soft. Just do something. <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. Long story short, What's the the, problem? Yeah, the, the, uh, the top Republican in the uh, Intelligence Committee is about to become a witness, which is hysterical. Devin Nunes, by the way, actual Portuguese intelligence asset. No fucking shit. Like, by the way, good for them. Yeah, good no, for I know. them. They need Portugal something. can steal all the secrets that they want. Bro, they had to put in no work to get that asset either. It's fascinating. You could see it happen in real time. What is the worst that could, realistically, what's the worst that could happen if Portugal got total intelligence penetration on the United States? <laughs> I kind of <laughs> forgot about Portugal. <laughs> just I, in general. I just haven't thought about them in maybe months. Fuck. Actually, you know what I just realized? This is almost me having a, a senseless thought. Let's go. Uh, the current the current pretender to the French throne, either through House Orleans or from the Bourbons, is currently someone of significance in the Portuguese government. <laughs> <laughs> Just, right. I would love to see Devin Nunes like bring back the ancient regime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't correct me on my pronunciation. It's Albert Camus and the ancient regime. I'm not trying to impress you with the way I muddy my fucking vows. <laughs> and at this point, the French, with how they feel about Macron, will be like, yes, fine, he's fine, no problem. We get it. You've taken two semesters of French. Yes. Tone it back. Bring back the ancient regime, the Bourbon dynasty, and uh, the Orleans. I'm sorry, Brad. Is there something before we go on to uh, a royal pedophile? No. Which is like a normal pedophile, yeah. but better. <laughs> <laughs> but with fancy hats. You can just say royal. I, I'm good to go. Royal pedophile? Let's go. Let's fucking do this. So after his disastrous interview uh, last week, Prince Andrew has now been kicked out of Buckingham Palace. Uh, apparently they do, biggest air quotes in the world here, jobs uh, as royals, and he's been removed from whatever duties he had. He lost his official offices, but still has a private residence. So, you know, it's just pedophilia. It's not whatever it would take to get you kicked out of Buckingham Palace on a residential level. Bro, if pedophilia got you kicked out of your job in England, there would be no one in power anymore. <laughs> the House of Lords. You're going to have to amend that exist. when Jeremy Corbyn gets in. <laughs> Is he in power? Yeah, that's going to say. When he gets in power, we'll talk. <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts on Prince Andrew? No, I just think you should cut the Jeremy Corbyn's a pedophile bit. <laughs> 
Nope. See, that's that's the thing. That's what you anti-Semitic far left psychos want me to do. <laughs> you don't want me to tell the truth. But me and at least several Rupert Murdoch fucking <laughs> publications, we stand in true solidarity that Jeremy Corbyn is a pedophile or mayhap, according to Brett's theory, becomes one on the day of his annunciation. When you when you meet the queen, the prime minister, she says a secret thing. Now, Boris Johnson obviously splurted it out a little bit, but uh, normally she goes... Have as many children as you want. <laughs> also, the corgis are fair game. No one's ever taken her up on that offer, but she has to offer it every time. Much like the speaker hitting the, the doors of parliament and having them shoved in their face. It's about ceremony. It's beautiful. Uh, Andrew has uh, responded to this by insisting that he gets to do another interview to clear up his... Uh, I'm so excited. His misstatements from the previous I'm one. Hell yeah. I'm going to... If there was any justice in the world, it wouldn't be the Dem debates. It would be that interview that gets played open door in every bar in Manhattan. People on the street should just walk by and look in at the TVs and just see this great man. The premise from second one of that interview is, but really, I'm, I'm, I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if that's where we're starting, I'm in for the whole journey. <laughs> Just uh, the best part is it spawned. I mean, now some housemaid that Epstein used to have has just thrown more fuel on the Do you fire. Want, can you please explain the actual context around this story? Because it's uh, yes, I it's sort of the thing that was so damning that he had to, even as a member of the royal family, a literal prince. They're like, no, this is this is too much, buddy. Slightly yeah, so, too much pedophilia. Uh, a, a housekeeper at one of Epstein's many properties, this one in New Mexico that Prince Andrew was, quote-unquote, given a beautiful medic uh, to keep and make him horny tea is what he requested as yeah, well. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, like, it's called uh, sleepy time tea. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about tea. I apologize. Andrew is in trouble because the story had him staying at Epstein's ranch in New Mexico with a beautiful... Uh, neurosurgeon medic they, they're not very specific who was on that one there to help him procure Brad, yes. uh masseuses i think if you're yep. a neurosurgeon you're not a medic maybe you could yeah have, no like, it was that's why i was like mm, something about this is weird it's but basically classing? just like <laughs> i mean it's just basically fuck. more fuel on the fire of like he went to epstein's ranch and was given a young woman to take care of him and then kept asking for horny tea I was like, all right, hey, you painted enough of a picture. It's, it's just romantic. It's like, this is <laughs> this is basically Pride and Prejudice. He's Colin Firth. <laughs> uh, the side bit about this that I enjoy is everyone in the British press going, how do you even fire royalty? And seeing the responses of guillotines yeah, and yeah. Bolsheviks. The French figured out how to fire re uh, royalty really well. <laughs> like That's a 200-year-old problem that we solved. Moving on. They've done it a few times. Listen, Brits, we've all been waiting for you to reach this obvious conclusion. Please take care of the problem. And my preference. Satire. I mean, to be fair, the British did kill their king one time, but it brought, like, the death of the Irish with it. So Yeah, no, it was like, okay, we oh, killed our king, versus so we keeping can kill the, king. the Irish more. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most English versus way to keeping kill your the king. king. Where they... <laughs> yeah, I was like, versus keeping the king where the Irish were just protected. Nobody <laughs> ever fucked with them. I'm sure all the Irish are like, they're going to kill us no matter what. Fuck it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're talking about something else. Sorry, I'm still imagining Prince Andrew in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> 
just standing at the dance hall when he first meets the Bennetts, just like, mm, surely none of these women are handsome enough for me. It's because they're all legal. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was Listen to me, Elizabeth. Listen to me. In vain, I have struggled. It will not do. My feelings will not be repressed. You must allow me to tell you how ardently horny this tea has made me. <laughs> it's a great book. I'm not saying it, it'd be better or worse with Prince Andrew. I'm just saying if we can do the one with zombies, why can't we do a current one? <laughs> Sorry, I got super right. distracted because I, I record in like this little library and I just saw a book in front of me called Wiener Passion. No, that's Weimar Passion. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a copy of Mein Kampf next to me. Um, as yeah, what but if we only let them fuck us a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a tepid romance novel. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Mein Kampf copy doesn't count if you brought it with you everywhere you go. I'm just podcasting from a library in Austria surrounded by notes on German <laughs> history. <laughs> I was going to say, how is the weed in Austria? Um, I actually... Got... <laughs> I have not bought any in Austria. Is it legal in Austria? No. Okay, Brett, there's the problem right there. Mason is not going to find a random Austrian street dealer. He's not going to go to Washington Square Park of Vienna and be like, yo, what's up, you hold <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. He, might, Somebody from school might have some weed. Apparently really shitty is what I've heard. I haven't tried. Yeah, that's probably what they tell you because you're currently podcasting in an Austrian library. <laughs> <laughs> Like, nah, man. That Mason guy is fucking weird. He sits around <laughs> with a copy of Mein Kampf within arm's reach at any given time. He's yelling about socialism. I don't like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to move on from this bit? Because we've been just oh, I thought, hovering I thought here. That this last. is a bit? It's just a conversation. Not everything is a bit. What? Yeah, why, do you have to, why do you have to classify and commodify all of your interactions? <laughs> is it because of ideology? <laughs> Welcome to chapter one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's fucking 1.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah, who is in 1.30 a.m. in a library in Vienna talking about Hitler? Someone who can't buy weed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. This is Brett, everyone on this board. We had Rob at Dumb and Awful. We had Mason as Yuzak Thotty. We had Brad at Fizz for Shizzle. Mm. Join us on Discord. You want to hear what... Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis says Lincoln would sound like if he farted in the middle of an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. It's, it's in the chamber. <laughs> Which is actually what he said right before the quote. <laughs> God fucking damn. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. <laughs>